You're listening to the Behind the Scenes Podcast Diary, episode number 15. Welcome to Amelia's Behind the Scenes Podcast Diary, an exclusive look at the behind the scenes misadventures of a 30-something thriller writer. Discover how close she is to releasing her latest novel, hear exciting details about upcoming writing projects, and discover the lessons she has learned along her writing journey so you don't have to make the same mistakes. You can find the episode show notes and lots more information at ameliahay.com forward slash podcast forward slash BTS. Hello writers, welcome to the first ever bonus episode of the podcast. As you can probably guess by the title, this is my first Ask Me Anything on Writing and Story Structure show. In this episode, I will answer the top questions asked by my blog readers, YouTube subscribers, podcast listeners, and questions asked through my Ask a Question form on my website. As I prepared the notes for this episode, I decided not to include the names of the people asking the questions. And in many cases, I've also reworded the question asked because it contain details about the person's story idea or current work in progress. In a few cases I decided not to reword the question because it needs a little bit of background information to provide an answer that makes sense. In a nutshell I'm going to respect the privacy of the people coming to me for advice. This decision comes from my background as a life and business coach and the coach and client agreement of confidentiality. However, in saying that on my ask a question form, I do point out that I will answer the question both with them through email and in a public forum like my blog, YouTube channel or podcast. I think the anonymity I provide gives people the freedom to ask those questions that can often feel too silly to ask. Quite often you're too scared to ask a question because you believe it most likely has a simple answer, but it's not clear to you. Anyway, I hope all of that makes sense for you. I'm not 100% sure if I will continue answering these questions regularly on the podcast or via YouTube or over on my Patreon page once I finish setting it up setting it up but I'll keep you posted once I make up my mind. I think if I do answer questions it'll be similar to this where it'll be where I'll reword the questions and it'll be maybe once a quarter but with Patreon I probably will do a monthly Q&A as a part of one of the rewards for supporting the podcast but I'll let you know once I make up my mind about it because I clearly haven't made a firm decision. So let's get into the questions. Question one, how many words do you need in a chapter? There isn't a set number of words per chapter. Essentially, a chapter needs to be as long as it needs to be. But in saying that, it's important to note that you should write a story in scenes, not chapters. A scene is a unit of story that takes place in a specific location, time, and follows one point of view. If any of these elements change, you have a new scene. Whereas a chapter is a tool used to group scenes together in a logical flow. You can have one or many scenes within a chapter. The separation between scenes is shown as a single line break. Writing in scenes instead of chapters will help you understand the units of story and it makes revision a little easier. Dividing your story into chapters should be the last thing you do after you revise your story and before you submit it to an editor. So in regards to the how many words question, you need as many words that will serve the story. It's okay to have chapters and scenes of varying length. Just know there is no magic number of words. All that matters is the story. (laughs) 
Question two, how long does it take to write a novel? The answer to this question depends on how you define the word write. I define the word write as the entire publishing process from start to finish. However, most people are asking about the first draft phase. If I'm going to be honest, it's going to take longer than you expect. There's a ton of writing advice in the self-publishing world about writing a novel in a certain amount of days. But if this is your first novel, I recommend a 12 to 18 month time frame. If you've been writing a novel for a longer period than this, that's fine as well. It's essential that you write and revise at a pace that works for you. However, if you want to stick to a 12 to 18 month time frame, then I recommend you follow this timeline. But again, tweak it so it suits you. Month one, develop your story idea and start outlining. Month two to three, write your first draft. Month four, give your manuscript a rest. Month five to seven, revise and rewrite your novel. Month eight and onwards, hire professional editors for developmental editing, copy editing, and a final proofread, and do rewrites based on this feedback. Because this is your first novel, you don't have an audience waiting or a pre-sell in your novel, so you have flexibility. The real secret to getting your novel onto the various online retailers is consistency. Work on your novel every day or most days of the week. Whatever writing time you have, be consistent about it. I've I've made this mistake with consistency enough times to realize its value. Question three, how do you know if you've done enough research to start writing? When you first start researching elements of your story idea, I recommend researching in stages. Create the premise, a synopsis, and a list of major scenes in the story. After this, start researching your story idea, then create a scene-by-scene -scene outline of the story. Before you dive into writing the first draft, hold off for a moment and revise your outline. You may find at the outline stage that you need to go back and clarify a few things. So do a bit more research here as well. It's at this point you should start writing your first draft. The key to knowing when you've done enough research is doing enough to get started. So ask yourself the following question. Can I write a good foundation for a story with the knowledge I have right now? Your first draft is a skeleton or the backbone of your story. You don't need to know everything, so research in stages. As you write, things will come up. I place an X or a keyword and highlight it and continue writing. At some point, you may need to stop and research while writing the first draft. Do this, but don't go back and edit. Continue writing with this new piece of knowledge and act as if the rest of the novel has been changed. After the first draft has been written, go Go back and make changes to your first draft. As you read through your first draft and start revising your manuscript, you will probably do more research at this stage. And that's okay too. Sometimes more research is necessary to create a stronger story. Question four, how do you flesh out a vague story idea? When I first got the idea for my novella Missing, the initial idea was the backbone of the very first scene in the story. As I started to research the world of archaeology, I expanded on the initial idea with the information I had acquired. This expanded idea led me to write a synopsis and a list of the most crucial scenes. After that, I turned to news from the archaeological world, which resulted in a fleshed out story idea with a scene by scene outline. 
The interesting thing about story ideas is an idea will tend to lead to another idea. So don't expect to have a fully developed idea straight away. You don't have to develop a story idea after one writing session. The easiest way to flesh out a story idea is to start researching. It's in the researching phase that your idea will grow into a more elaborate idea. Think of fleshing out a vague story idea as watering a plant. In order to see new green shoots, you need to water the plant over time. So write down your ideas that come to you and over time your story idea will flesh out into something bigger. Question five, what should you do when a scene in your novel is too similar to a scene in a TV show, movie, or another book? If you found a scene like this in your work, ask yourself these two questions as you read it over. Is the scene important to the overall story? Does the story make sense without it? If yes, move the scene to a deleted scenes folder. If the scene is important to your story, you need to ask a few more questions. Sometimes scenes are essential because they foreshadow moments at the end of your story or a advance the plot. If this is where you're at, ask yourself the following questions. What needs to happen in this scene? Why does your character need to be at this particular location? What are the motivations of the characters in this scene? How can you do things differently? The next step is to brainstorm ideas for the scene. Don't choose the first option that comes to mind. It's been recommended that if you're brainstorming ideas to rewrite something that you shouldn't choose the first option. So choose maybe the third, fourth or fifth option. The most important thing you can do in a situation like this is to strip a scene back to its most important elements. Think of new and interesting ways to execute the story goal the scene needs to achieve. Question six, what should you do when your story isn't working? I wrote my thriller novel Silence during NaNoWriMo back in 2016. At the time, Silence was supposed to be a prequel, but now it's book two in my James Lalonde series. In late 2017, I did a quick read through of the first draft and the issue with my story became clear to me. I had a problem with one of the character's motivations. As a result, the character's actions didn't make sense and neither did the plot surrounding this character. So after I realized this mistake, I went through and I created an action plan to actually fix this. So as I look back on what I did, I've actually created a three-step process to help you reach the place where I reached, where I have an action plan and I'm just about to move forward and edit book two. Step number one, get some distance from your manuscript. If you haven't already, I recommend taking a break from your manuscript. I'm not saying you need to take a full year break from your manuscript, but it's important to get some distance, probably a couple of months. The next step is to read through your manuscript and pay attention to story structure. Step two, embrace story structure. Compare your story structure to three-act structure. I don't have the time to dive into three-act structure in this podcast episode or even just break down the most important scenes. However, if you want to know more information about this type of story structure, then check out season one of this podcast. I'll include a link to the very first episode in this three-act structure series in the show notes in your favorite podcasting app or on the blog. Go through your manuscript and highlight the three-act structure plot points in your novel. If you don't have a scene-by-scene outline, I recommend creating one in Excel or Word. Take a step back and pay attention to what's missing from your story. Step three, create a plan of attack. Create a list of things you need to change or rewrite in your story. You might have to do more story research, add extra scenes, move scenes around in your manuscript 
or press delete. Just a side note, I don't recommend deleting work. Simply remove it from the manuscript and keep it in a folder of deleted scenes. After that, continue working on the rest of your first draft or wherever it is that you are at in your story. But if you're revising, focus on making one change at a time. And if you're writing the first draft, don't go back and change things. Just keep writing as if all of those things are fixed and then go back in revision and change them. And remember, you don't have to write the first draft in order, especially if you have a scene by scene outline. If you need to think about a scene for a while longer, then move on to write another scene, then come back to that scene at a later date. Question seven. If I was telling a story over three novellas, does each book need an inciting incident? There are two ways you can write a trilogy or a series. The first is a series of standalones similar to Harry Potter or Lee Child's Jack Reacher. The second is a series of books where each part is a crucial piece of the overall story, similar to the Lord of the Rings trilogy or the Hunger Games trilogy. To answer your question, each part of the trilogy needs a beginning, middle and an end, but the overall story can be resolved at the end of the series of books. In terms of the Lord of the Rings trilogy, like you would never start that trilogy at the Return of the King because while you're, you're probably intelligent and can keep up and figure out where everything's at, you've missed out like two thirds of the story because there's two more, there's two books before it. So it wouldn't make sense while Return of the King is a complete story in and of itself, you're still missing out a lot. Like when you read, it's been a while since I've read these books. The first book, The Fellowship of the Ring is is a story in and of itself but I think the end of the book while it is it is a resolution but you you're still left knowing that there's more story to be told in a next book and it's a lot of story it's not oh maybe this will continue it's like this journey isn't over for the characters and they're all going in different directions so you want to read the two towers my best advice to you is if you're wanting to write you're wanting to write a story over three novellas is to find books that do this i mean they don't have to be novellas obviously the this tolkien trilogy the books are i think they might be big see it's clearly been that long since i've read them but i hope that helps so find books that do this dissect them once again I'm, i like spreadsheets so open a spreadsheet write down the most the key moments of the story and you will see that they follow some type of pattern they follow some type of story structure obviously the lord of the rings is fantasy so it most likely it does it follows the hero's journey pay attention to where those moments are in the story and ask yourself how can i do this in my own work Question number eight, how do you show the passing of time in fiction? Great question. There are a few ways you can show the passing of time. In thriller novels where you see the ticking clock plot device, chapters often start with titles that are a location or date and sometimes both, but sometimes this doesn't happen at all. But the most obvious choice is the start of a new scene. Remember, a scene is a unit of story that takes place in a specific time and location. Therefore, if one of these changes, you have a new scene. So in the context of a scene, I'm referring to a passing of time that isn't necessary to document for the story because not all events will happen one second after the other. So if you have a few scenes in a chapter and the flow of the chapter is quite logical but they perhaps happen several hours later and there's stuff that happens in between, a reader will, they will know that time has passed, things have happened between them and the good thing about doing this, not showing everything, is the reader can add a bit of them into the world 
they can add in their own detail and this this gives each reader the opportunity to have a different reader reading experience with your book. Another way you can show the passage of time is by starting a new chapter that focuses on a new event or story moment. But sometimes these moments of showing the passing of time is not enough. In this case, you can explicitly point out how much time has passed since the previous scene or chapter. Quite often, I've seen sentences of new chapters or scenes with a reference like 20 minutes later, 30 minutes later. I'll be quite cautious of doing this too often because I'm writing a I'm writing a few different series. One is an archaeological thriller and the other is a thriller with protagonist that's a journalist and he's also the editor of a newspaper. I don't want to show all of that because editing is it's boring to watch and read about. Well, the editing of the newspaper, because it's a lot of line editing, it's a lot of crossing stuff out and writing in red pen and then sending it back to be fixed or fixing it themselves. And this is like time consuming work and it's not relevant to the story. So I would leave this stuff out. And in some instances, I would say the time, this, this amount of time has passed, especially if I'm leaving James in the same, the location hasn't changed, but there's a passage of time. And that still means it's a new scene. For me, that's really important. I know not all writers do this, but in this instance, you would you could say 20 minutes later, but not always. Question nine. Do you have a framework and things to think about when making an outline? I love outlining. Yes, it's a bit weird, but it's the most creative part of the writing process for me. It's where I discover the story. The first draft is more like a brain dump on the page for me. First of all, I start figuring out the key scenes of the story, aka the three act structure plot points. After that, I flesh out everything that happens between these key moments. I like to do all of my outlining using an Excel spreadsheet, but I first write the key scenes in Evernote, then move to the Excel spreadsheet to use the columns. I do sometimes do this in, like I'll start in Evernote. Once I get to a certain point where I'm excited to get writing, I'll actually move that to Scrivener and then once I reach a point in Scrivener where I actually need the columns that's when I move to Excel. I know I'm a bit of a nerd. The spreadsheet I use has a ton of columns so I won't bore you with the details. Now that I've almost finished writing my third book I've added extra columns that would have helped me when I first started writing. Here is a short list of three things to consider other than the obvious columns for scene description and point of view character. I'm trying to keep it to three because my spreadsheet has gotten a bit complicated. A more detailed explanation needs more time and room than I can explain in this podcast episode. A day and time column helps me keep track of the novel's timeline and that the events are occurring in a realistic pace. I have two columns for value shifts. This is a story device I got from Robert McKee and Sean Coyne from the Story Group podcast. Every scene in a story needs a value shift in order to give the scene purpose and move the plot forward. A shift can be from positive to negative, negative to positive, positive to negative and back to positive, negative to double negative and positive to double positive. That last one I didn't actually think of myself because that's the type of writer I am, a bit of a sadist. I don't allow my characters really to go from positive to double positive. It's always if they're having a positive moment I'm pretty quick to tear it out of their hands but that's always an option you could be kinder than what I am. The third thing you should consider as you outline your scenes is the scene type. I got this from Chris Fox's book Plot Gardening and I explained the four types of scenes in the night behind the scenes episode of my podcast. So the title of this episode begins with BTS009. I'll add the link to this episode in the show notes in your favorite podcasting app. 
So that includes the first ever Ask Me Anything on Writing and Story Structure episode. If you have a question that you'd love to ask me relating to writing, fiction or non-fiction, then come over to the blog and fill out the form at ameliahay.com forward slash question and I'll include it in the next... Q&A. All questions answered in this and future shows will be listed on the frequently asked questions page at ameliahay.com forward slash question forward slash FAQ. Unless you ask me through my Patreon account and that will just be on Patreon. Thank you for listening to Amelia's Behind the Scenes Podcast Diary. If you love this episode, then hit the subscribe button and leave a review on your favorite podcasting app. I'm your host Amelia and I'll see you next week for another diary episode.